When it comes to food preparation, there are actually many, many pieces that go into getting a meal on the table. Grocery shopping, menu planning, cooking, organizing, keeping track of the plans and the food and where you're at in the process. So today, Jamie Baumet will talk to us about keeping joy in the kitchen and how we can make baby step progress. Welcome to the Simplified Organization Podcast, 15-minute conversations with real moms about managing our homes and family life competently and cheerfully. We can actually enjoy housework and love being homemakers when we focus on truth and work with gratitude. I'm your host, Misty Winkler. I'm a homemaker, homeschool mom, and author of the book, Simplified Organization, Learning to Love What Must Be Done. I write and podcast at simplyconvivial.com and run a homemaker mentor community called Convivial Circle. This community helps women to excel at homemaking and do life cheerfully. Today, I have part two of my conversation with Jamie Balmain. Jamie is passionate about making a home rooted and grounded in Christ. Jamie and her husband, Jason, have seven kids, 10 years old and younger, six boys and one girl including two sets of twins. She knows what it's like to be burnt out, overwhelmed, stressed, and in the trenches of homemaking and motherhood. As a result, she seeks to point herself, her family, and her ministry all back to Christ while finding joy, peace, and purpose in her home. She's the host of the Finding Joy in Your Home podcast. And in her free time, you can find her busy working on her cookbook series, Finding Joy in Your Kitchen. And it is about that kitchen angle that we chat about today. So let's dig in. So then how do you move from all the small children, kind of all at once, and then emphasizing kitchen, joy in the kitchen. How do those intersect? <laughs> and- well, because having lots of little children underfoot and trying to live on one income and live on a budget and feed my family well, your kitchen becomes a very big problem a lot of times. And and quite often, it's we feel like our kitchen is just out of control because we have to make three meals a day. We have to be feeding these people. Um, you know, we homeschool. So, and my husband works from home. We're home all the time. It's a lot of food. It's a lot of dishes. And so I had a couple years there where I was kind of coming out of the fog of like absolute complete overwhelm to going, I got to figure out how to get my home in order and figure out how to do that with lots of littles underfoot. And the kitchen really became a sticking point for me where I thought I need to figure out how to run my kitchen well, but also how to do it in a time efficient way that I can do it with all these young children. And I came into marriage with zero cooking skills, like knew how to do nothing, 
whatsoever. It's been all like a learning process for me. And I have found that there's a lot of women who experience that. A lot of us did not grow up knowing how to cook. Well, then we start families. We have homes of our own to run and we have no clue what to do. And the kitchen just gets out of control. And right now with rising food prices, every other time we turn around, there's so many sticking points with the kitchen, with grocery budgeting, with meal planning that can really have a big impact on our home for good or for bad. And so I became very passionate about figuring out how to make nutritious, but delicious food that I could serve for my family and how to do it without spending my entire life in the kitchen. And as I kind of just have shared my learning process, my journey in that, so many women have been like, oh my gosh, I need that too. I don't know how to do any of that. And it really does seem to be a very big thing with a lot of us that we we could use some skill building when it comes to the kitchen and figuring out really simple meals. And what I find is that a lot of food bloggers out there, I do not consider myself a food blogger. I am a real mom in her kitchen, which you can tell by my pictures. <laughs> <laughs> but so many food bloggers, so many resources out there, while they can be wonderful, they're also not geared towards a house full of little kids, very limited time, a limited budget. I'm not making these fancy four course meals. I got to figure out some really good kid-friendly food that's going to nourish our family well that I can serve people with. And so that's where I really got to a passionate place of realizing there's so many things that you can do within the kitchen. There's so many great ways we can serve our family, even when we are busy, bring your children into the kitchen with you. There's so many things you can do that. And that's why my cookbook series is finding joy in your kitchen, because I think the kitchen can feel like such a stressful place, but it doesn't have to, we can find joy in figuring out better routines, getting ourselves a little bit more organized, and really at the end of the day, just learning how to cook and learning how to cook the things that your family's going to enjoy. And it can make a huge difference, not only for your kitchen, but for your whole home environment as well. Yeah. Food is such a big part of life. And I remember at one point, you know, when I was kind of figuring all that out, real suddenly realizing like, oh, this is hard because the food picture, the kitchen picture is so many pieces actually that all yeah. have to connect. A lot. Mm -hmm. There's the menu planning and the grocery shopping and the cooking and the keeping track of what you have. So what would you say to the mom who just feels like all those pieces are a mess and she doesn't even know where to start? Yeah. So I'm always my recommendation when you're looking at the kitchen, because it is, it's not just this one little tiny area of your home. It encompasses so much and you can have so many pain points mm -hmm. within the kitchen. So yes. my recommendation is to really think through, like you just said, all of those different areas and figure out what your number one biggest pain point is. So for a lot of people right now, it's grocery budgets. Like the foods that we've always bought suddenly are all 50% more and we're, we're hurting with grocery budgets. Well, if that's your goal, we're going to work on grocery budgets. You're going to start figuring out what some cheaper meals are. You're going to start making a few foods from scratch that you normally buy. Start making little swaps here and there. Make that your first mission that you're going to go all in on that. And then later, once you've got that habit down more, you can work on some of the other areas you want. For other people, you just, you want to get food on the dinner by five o'clock. Like that is your goal. This is my biggest pain point right now is not having a plan and getting dinner on the table. So 
that's what you're going to work on first. You're going to throw yourself into figuring out really simple crock pot meals that you can have that you can throw up. And all of a sudden you have got dinner, dinner ready by five or six o'clock every night, get that down, get that into a habit and you can work on the next things. And what we've done in my kitchen over the last more than a decade is I make a lot of stuff from scratch now, but I make really simple stuff. I'm not making like gourmet meals, really, really simple things. But 10 years ago, I never could have imagined the way that I run my kitchen now, but I didn't do it overnight. I didn't wake up and say, oh, my kitchen is now going to look like this. It started with one recipe at a time. We make protein loaded muffins all the time as a family. I, I've never made muffins in my entire life. So I had to figure out that one recipe at a time, that one thing. But what happens is when you start to get into that habit, you learn a new skill, you learn how to bake bread, which I never thought I could do. All of a sudden, it's not that hard anymore. Your brain has organized it and you don't, I don't have to, I bake bread all the time and I have to put like this much thought into it. Like, it just happens because it's part of my routine. And all of a sudden your mental space is freed up to kind of tackle that next thing and figure out a different area in your home or your kitchen. And so a lot of times people look at what they want their kitchen to be or their hospitality to be, and they want to be, they want to go from zero to a hundred right now. And yeah, that's way too overwhelming. But if we can break it down, look at your first biggest pain point and then tackle just one area, learn one new recipe a week, try one new swap out in your kitchen per week, slowly over time, you will have sustainable growth and you will look back. Like I look back and my kitchen looks nothing like it did 10 years ago, but it was a lot of little baby steps. I didn't just wake up and transform my kitchen. In fact, I didn't even necessarily realize it was transforming until you put a few years in and you realize what a difference it is. So if you're feeling like your kitchen's completely out of control, pick that one biggest pain point that you're like, if I could solve this, it would change everything. Pick that one thing, break it down into baby steps and just start, start that one new thing or that one new recipe. And over time, it makes a huge difference. So I'm sure you have great, tips and ideas for meal planning, grocery shopping? What are some of your favorites? So my biggest thing that I have been on a journey with meal planning and with grocery shopping specifically is learning how to make more things from scratch at home. And that sounds really overwhelming. And people are like, no, wait a minute, I'm trying to simplify. But what I like to do is find really simple things. So in this last two years, I've gotten back to uh, making my own ketchup my own mayonnaise, um, all of those kind of pantry staples because we want to choose better oils. We want to try to have ones that don't have a bunch of sugar in them and high fructose corn syrup. Well, of course, those alternatives are really, really expensive at the grocery store. So I've gotten back to making those staples, but doing really quick and easy things. So homemade ketchup takes I mean, less than five minutes. Homemade mayonnaise takes five minutes. And now that I have tried and true recipes, now that I've done this, I can just pull out my cookbook, make them, and it's it's simple and it's easy. But again, it's those baby steps of figuring out I'm going to tackle one new recipe. I'm going to incorporate one new thing. So especially with grocery shopping right now, if you look at your 
grocery budget and you're like, ah, everything's crazy. The more processed the food is that you're buying, the more steps that it's gone through. So if you're buying, you know, a packaged meal of some sort, it's gone through several steps. It's gone through a manufacturer. It's gone through all these different steps and every step has added a price tag to it. And so right now with inflation, every time that product gets touched, it's just getting more and more and more expensive by the time it gets to the grocery store. So if you can learn instead how to take dried beans and buy a bulk thing of 25 pounds of dried beans and what to do with those, you're providing very healthy food for your family and creating all these delicious things, but you're also able to do it in a much cheaper way. And if you extrapolate that one item out over doing that many different times in your kitchen, you can really transform your kitchen, save money, eat healthier. And when you tackle it one recipe at a time, it really doesn't feel as overwhelming as it sounds. Like I'm telling you to do all this, but you, you're going to do one recipe at a time, one, take on one new thing at a time. And um, that really has transformed our grocery shopping. We buy a lot of stuff in bulk now, especially for a family of nine, we have to do that. But smaller families as well can really take advantage of that. And um, it has just, it's, it's simplified the processes in my kitchen. Uh, to where it just, it ends up working really well. Yeah. Any, any kind of progress in our lives going by baby steps is like, it, it's actually the only way to get progress, yes. but yes. we tend to have that vision, which the vision is good for where we want to be, Yeah, but we can't just jump overnight from where we are to where we think we should be. It's a journey and we have to take it one step at a time and um, we learn so many skills along the way that, um, just translate into more further and further progress that we couldn't have yeah. foreseen. Like you were talking about with just bread, not taking the mental bandwidth that it did yeah. at the beginning. So just being content with that, um, incremental progress and picking one thing and just focusing in on that. Yeah, because it might take a long time, but those baby steps are all worth it. And like you said, it's the only way to actually really make progress. But what happens is we can't do what we totally want to do. I mean, it's the same thing we were talking about with Bible study. We can't do everything that we want to do. And so then we do nothing. And I find that with the kitchen too. We can't right now be where we want to be. And so then we don't make progress at all. But if we broke it down and took little tiny steps, did one little tiny thing, uh, you are going to get there, but you also have to make a plan. You have to make a plan and figure out, I want to get here. What baby steps is that going to entail and make a plan to start tackling it? I think we need to be a little bit more intentional when it comes to not just our kitchens, but our homeschool, our households. We need to be a little bit more intentional. It's the same thing. I am not naturally a super great housekeeper. Uh, that's never been a strong point of mine. Again, I came into marriage having no clue how to take care of a home. And so I had to be really intentional to go, okay, I got to figure out how to clean toilets. I have to figure out what good laundry routines are. And again, I look at where I am now compared to where I was when we first got married or even when we first had kids and it's completely different. I wouldn't even recognize myself now today because, and I, I've got, a, I've got a long way to go in every area. 
But the growth that I've had is from going, okay, I'm going to tackle this and I'm going to figure out how to do this. I'm going to watch videos. I'm going to read books. I'm going to figure out how to get to where I want to be. But you got to put that time and you have to put that effort in, which is the, that's the hard part. That's the sticking point that a lot of us don't get past. Yes. So for baby steps in the kitchen, you have baking school, baking school with Jamie.com. Tell us about your YouTube channel there. Yeah. So this is super fun. This is, we just relaunched my YouTube channel uh, this past summer um, and we have a new show. It comes out every Thursday, baking school with Jamie. And the really fun thing is that it's 10 to 15 minute long episodes. And then we bake a recipe together. So I am, you guys can already tell talking about this. I am a huge believer in that the way to turn your kitchen around and the way to learn how to cook is just to make one new recipe a week. Some of those recipes are going to fail and yet every single new recipe you, you make, you're going to learn a little bit at a time. And so that's what we're doing with baking school is we're taking you through, we're taking you through how to make scones, how to make protein loaded muffins, how to make real things for your family and how to do it in just 20 minutes a week. You get to do the teaching and then actually make the recipe with us. And it's really fun. So this first season of the new show is all about quick breads but we're going to move into how to do sourdough, how to do yeast broads, how to do cakes. Every season is going to have a different theme. In fact, season two is going to be launching in November, which is going to be really fun. Um, so it's just been a really fun. It's completely free. You get all of the recipes to download for free. Um, a lot of people have been using the episodes in their homeschool. So they've been watching the episodes with their kids and then baking the recipes together, which has been really fun. So it's definitely something that your whole family can learn from because a lot of us have the goal too of wanting to teach our kids how to cook. But you're like, I don't even know how to cook. How can I teach my kids how to cook? So you can learn together and try out some fun new recipes. Even if you're not a beginner cook, we really cover just some awesome stuff that is going to just give you every week. You're going to get, take a, you know, put a little skill in your toolbox within the kitchen uh, and take home a new recipe. Awesome. That's a lot of fun. And I'll put those links in the description below so you can find those. And thank you so much for joining me today, Jamie. This was awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me.